there are about four or five stories that line up at the top that will determine the future of America here. And I'm going to read a letter from Attorney General Jeff Landry of Louisiana. And it matches public statements made by 18 other state attorney generals. And it has to do with BlackRock's undue Marxist influence into our government. And so I'm just going to read without comment. Because people want to know what's wrong with BlackRock. And I agree with uh, A.G. Landry. Take your money, take your retirement out of anything to do with BlackRock. And that's what these uh, states are beginning to do. Um, there's an old adage in the world of business that the consumer votes with their dollar, dollar ultimate dictating companies. And I dare say this is true. You either thrive or die. Yet investment firm BlackRock has taken this to an entirely new level. The BlackRock CEO Larry Fink is actively using your hard-earned investment dollars to vote in support of his personal social justice warrior goals. Ironically, this is done in the name of preserving democracy. Let me say something. Democracy are two wolves and a sheep deciding who's for dinner. We live in a constitutional republic that's designed to respect and protect the citizens' freedoms under the Bill of Rights. Follow the rule of law. We have anything but that now. So that's a constitutional republic. In fact, Ben Franklin said when he was asked by a lady, what kind of government do we have, Mr. Franklin? We have a republic, ma'am, if you can keep it. Those words were very prophetic. Anyway, let me go on and read a few more things here. Um, Landry says, Fink is actively using your hard-earned investment dollars to vote in support of his personal social justice warrior goals. He circumvents the courts, the legislatures, and the will of the American people to dictate national policy from the boardroom, but to change human behavior through a social credit score known as ESG. By the way, there's no science behind ESG. It's just they make it up. If you're not woke enough, low ESG. If you have too big a carbon footprint low ESG. If you vote for the wrong people, express the wrong views, low ESG. One of the three may be legitimate. The other two are bogus. Environmental, social, and governance is what ESG stands for, according to Landry. And what it means is forcing behaviors through a scoring system lacking in transparency, standardization, and accuracy. ESG ratings are certainly fluid, and they're with, they come with subjective purity tests being used to harm the performance and shareholder of American firms while simultaneously lifting up questionable Chinese assets. That's treason. Fink's argument is that companies with high ESG scores will perform better financially over time because they're behaving responsibly towards climate change. That's not the main objection, though, that they have. I'm saying this as an aside. The main problem they have is the woke social justice program. It says that if you are sensitive to the environment, you supposedly will make less risky investments for retirement plans. The two don't correlate. One has nothing to do with the other. I don't even know where they get this stuff. Um... You can, you can be involved in industrial activities that are harmful for the environment. But the, the other stuff here is just non sequitur. 
All right. This is why on August 4th, I, Jeff Landry, joined my fellow attorneys general in addressing this issue relating to pension funds, which according to state law must be invested to only earn a financial return, not to save the world from anything else. And over a thousand scholars and scientists agree that their social justice goals are invalid. This is what he's saying. I totally agree. If you don't want to believe something socially, religiously, politically, you're not required to. You're not required to. But what they've done is they've taken something where they think they have consensus on climate change and tried to bootstrap these other issues in here that are unrelated to climate change whatsoever. Um, okay. Fortunately, Louisiana Treasurer John Schroeder eventually agreed with my assessment and legal counsel related to the state's fiduciary duties. And on October 5th, he notified Larry Fink that Louisiana would be divesting from the Woke Investment Management Company, pulling out $794 million from the fund over the course of this year to protect both Louisiana's economy and the pensions of those who've placed trust in our ability to invest wisely. Fink does not have his sights set purely on the Pelican State. As a member and avid supporter of the World Economic Forum, he means to transform the entire global economy. Louisiana joining other states and divesting from Fink's brand of virtuous capitalism is a start, but this is a David versus Goliath scenario. This is really scary what's coming up here. It's going to take more than our effort to protect ourselves in the radical agenda of the world's largest investment firm possessing an arsenal of $10 trillion, which is more than the gross domestic product of every country in the world except for the U.S. and China. So BlackRock is basically its own country being the third richest. The truth is companies like BlackRock have quickly amassed enormous power because of their low-cost business model that encouraged investors to take a passive role in saving for their retirement They are now using that influence to not only destroy the oil and gas industry, but to also change your personal behavior through initiatives that range from racial equity audits, uh, promoting other social justice, encouraging gun-free investments meant to uh, transform the industry and using your dollars to do it often against your will is what he says. Millions of small investments in these mutual funds have given BlackRock Vanguard and State Street, an enormous war chest for pushing their shared radical agenda aside. When you hear $5 million comes into the campaign of Laxalt's opponent in Nevada's senatorial race, this is often where it's coming from. Uh, Millions of dollars have come into Arizona of dark money to oppose... um, Blake Masters and Carrie Lake. It comes from companies like BlackRock and Vanguard. Also, too, certainly George Soros organizations play a role. In Arizona, we have a um, an issue on the ballot. It's an initiative to demand complete transparency for all political funding from the original source or the money can't be used. We're voting in favor of that here in our household. Um, 
Millions of investment firms in these mutual funds have given BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street an enormous war chest uh, till you eventually will own nothing and be happy about it, which is obviously referencing the banner statement of The Great Reset as written by Klaus Schwab in his book, The Great Reset. Unfortunately, this means that Americans who have invested their hard-earned money to prepare for the future have given these firms leverage to effectively destroy it. If this concerns you, then I suggest that you take back your voting power starting with your retirement plan. Vote with your dollar by divesting from BlackRock and others. If you are a small business owner, stop putting money in these firms and offering their funds to your employees. They are other investment managers out there who are apolitical and focused on delivering a desired return rather than recreating communist China in the West. Okay, you get the idea. Um, I get a retirement uh, from the State uh, Retirement Education Association, and I am going to find out who they are vested with, and it better hadn't be BlackRock, or they'll be reading about themselves every single day until that's done. Um, BlackRock has no business, neither does any other corporation. They have no business dictating government policy. But this is effectively what they're doing. Their goals have become the Biden administration goals. This is why I said it's Marxist communist. This is a fascist relationship and it's scary. And they do not represent the will of the majority of Americans in either political party. They support the World Economic Forum to the hilt. They are one of the backbone organizations of it. You'll own nothing and be happy is enough to scare anybody off. I um, I just want to say this. You need to do your homework on who you're vested with, with retirement. I don't care if you're in your 20s. If you're paying into, say, a fireman's fund, a police fund, a teacher's fund, whatever it would be, you need to make sure that that fund is controlled by an apolitical organization whose only mission is to increase revenue and not use the assets against your freedoms. And that's effectively what 19 state attorney generals are saying. This is shaping up to be the battle royale. Now, it's interesting. Biden and his administration haven't said a word about this since these 19 state attorney generals have filed action. They haven't said a word. Now, isn't that interesting? Not one word. Here's why. They're waiting until after the election, just like they're waiting for the other catastrophes that are looming over our head until after the election. We're going to talk about that in our next broadcast. What else is looming over our head? And it's interesting because I said something three days ago. I'm going to have to repeat this morning because now it's getting traction. I was a looney tune when I said this three days ago. And all of a sudden, there's been an awakening among the American people that catastrophe lies over our heads just after the election on multiple fronts. It's not hyperbole. It's not fear-mongering. It's a statement of what is and what's coming and how the administration has been able to dodge this particular obstacle and put it off, these obstacles, I should say, and put it off 
until after the election. If the American people really stopped and looked at what I talked about three days ago, if they really looked at this seriously, no one would vote for any Democrat across the country unless you don't care if you can eat, heat your home, and have a roof over your head and a job to go to. Because if you did care, you could never vote for these people knowing what's coming and they're doing nothing about it. Now, unfortunately, the Republicans are only a half a step better, which is why Dave Hodges adopted the critical and radical position in May of this year saying unelect every Republican except for a few in the primary so we could get fresh new people and weed out the rhinos. Also, too, we have a bunch of people running for the Senate, eight Republicans who are genuine. They are not rhinos. This is why Mitch McConnell's pulled their funding. And if you thought I was too insistent on Kentucky recalling Mitch McConnell that somehow he got control of these campaign funds that he's withholding, but he's giving them to the more radical than Liz Cheney, Lisa Murkowski. I said, you need to recall him. And I started saying this three months ago. And there's been no action. He's wrecking the chance to get the Democrats out as the controlling agent in the Senate. He has wrecked it. He's withholding funds in close races. Meanwhile, BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, George Soros organizations like Money Matters, and so their Media Matters, they're bringing in millions of dollars of funds at the midnight hour to sway an election. Now, you're saying, don't people already have their mind made up? When 50% of the country sits on the couch and sucks down Coors Light and eats bananas, no, they're not involved politically. Oh, I heard the election's important here, and we got to really make some decisions, and Whoever they see the most in the last week will determine who most of the voters who have not cast early ballots will vote for. And if you wonder, well, how does someone like Fetterman even stay in the race with his obvious cognitive uh, problems? How does he stay in the race? I just told you. People are woefully ignorant and ignorant and stupid. And I'm talking 50% of the country. And I don't care if it sounds harsh. I don't care if people are offended because they know I'm telling the truth about their indifference. Indifference is burning down this country. Ignorance is burning down this country. This is why we need to make a concentrated effort that you take broadcasts that you agree with, articles you agree with, that are responsible and accurate and show the dangers of continuing on the same path. And you need to give this to people over and over and over. Think about when you had a paradigm shift about this government. Most of you had who are here. Did you have that paradigm shift the first time you heard? No. The first time I heard Doug Hagman, who's a good friend of mine today, the first time I heard Doug, I thought, well, he's really articulate and he seems like a really nice guy. But my goodness gracious, is he out there on some of these issues? Now today, Doug is my colleague. He's my friend. We've spent a lot of social time together when we've been at conferences. And and we are in lockstep because I realized he was right on 99.99% of what he talked about. And it's not just Doug. 
And I've had people tell me, a lot of people tell me, that Dave, five years ago, you were warning about some things that I thought that'll never happen, and we're already living it. And it's not that we're so smart on this end of the microphone, but it's what we do, so we're a little ahead of the curve when we try to educate people. So think about your transformation with your paradigm shift. You need to apply that to the ignorant and apathetic and really downright unintelligent people in some cases before they cast a vote. They generally aren't proactive enough to cast an early ballot. So a lot of the people who are left to vote are the ignorant. The educated cast their ballots earlier. That's what the research tells us. So we got to work on the ignorant. Now, it sounds like I'm being terribly insulting. I'm not meaning to make it personal. I'm meaning to make it accurate. If you could vote for someone like Fetterman, who can't put together two intelligible sentences without sounding like he's completely disabled, I, I, I just look at that and say, we're putting the fate of our country in the hands of these voters? Can you imagine Fetterman in the Senate after what you saw in that debate? And and I've said this too, from a humanitarian standpoint, six months maximum recovery from a stroke, one year, it's over. We had a stroke in May. We're coming up on six months. He'll get a little improvement if he goes to work on it right now, but where's, where's his therapy? Stress is also an inhibitor of recovery from a stroke. Well, tell me not running for the Senate in a close race is not stressful? Of course it's stressful. And you don't know what words are going to come out of your mouth in two minutes. And you think, how do voters even vote for this? And I'll give you another example here. In Arizona, we have these two rogue sheriffs, Hathaway and um, um, uh, Nanos, Ganos, Pima County. I forget the other county now, Santa Cruz. And these betrayers of their oath of the office, the sheriffs of these two counties, they come out in these commercials and they're down there on the border and they're white dress up sheriff's uniforms and they're saying, Katie Hobbs has a plan. Yeah, when she was in the state legislature, she voted for sanctuary cities. She voted to give illegal aliens free college tuition, not American citizens. Um, she voted for every radical position. Her, she has no plan for the border. She's never addressed the fentanyl issue, not one time, not one time. She says she has a plan, but I'm still waiting for the plan. That's why, you know, it wasn't anyone from the late campaign that broke into her office because there'd be nothing there to take. She has no plan which is why she wouldn't debate Carrie Lake. But people are voting for her. I talked to a person who works on her staff yesterday. I like the person. They're a nice person. They're good morally. I trust them. And of all my friends, when my son was little, that was his favorite friend of mine. But I asked him yesterday, I said, don't you think the border could cost Hobbs the election? And he said, no, not really. She has a plan. 
And I said, what's our plan to stop fentanyl that's the leading cause of death in Arizona? He, he didn't even know how bad the, the fentanyl problem was. And people are voting for this candidate. People are voting for Fetterman. People are voting for senators who are Democrats who have voted to destroy this country. This is what's amazing. So this is what I'm asking you. You need to stay persistent if we're going to get a paradigm shift. And we're not going to reach people who are woefully ignorant right now. We're going to reach people who have heard something. They're pissed off about some of the conditions today, but they don't know who to blame. We have to give them the target to blame and keep them from voting from them. We don't have time to do a re-education uh, program with these people. There's not the time. So you've got to make them angry at the issues that affect them and blame the candidate who stands on the wrong side of those issues, which is almost invariably a Democrat. That needs to be your strategy in converting. And if you're not willing to spend time converting, then you're willing to live under the perverting. The perverting of the Constitutional Republic no longer exists. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Please share this far and wide. Thumbs up, like us. Make sure that you are a member of the TV. And with what's coming up, ladies and gentlemen, in a later report today, which is a little bit of a rehash plus new stuff, I'm telling you, if you don't have storable food and you don't have water filtration, you are begging for life-threatening problems. In the UK, they said, played, heard the quote on Fox News, heard the quote, don't need Fox to tell me, I saw the quote, we expect at least 10,000 people to freeze or starve to death this winter. That's in the UK. Well, we're no different right now, and stay tuned because we're going to link the two events together. Uh, In my humble opinion, you need to be prepared and be on your own. You need to get as absolutely as much storable food as you can. You need water filtration for everybody. You go to preparewithdave.com. You're going to get a special $250 off the three months. So if you're ordering more than three months, you get the savings all the way through. Number two, with the water, okay, the water filtration, it's the Alexa Pure Pro water filter. It's not expensive. They have a sale on. They have not raised prices like the food. So what do you do? Tell me what you do. Well, you better get one for every member of your family because if you have to scavenge water because of power down for any length of time, okay, your concern is volume to get from source to your house. That's why you're going to need more than one of these. You're going to need one for every member of your family because you'll be transporting your own water. These are scary times we live in. And, of course, we can say it's one big coincidence and how unfortunate... But we have an administration now that's denying the problem. There's no inflation. The border's under control. We can beat Russia in a nuclear war. These are insane positions and their lies. Prepare for yourself and then convince others to make America safe again and great again. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Make sure you sign up for our TV show where we go in-depth, more than this, with a panel of experts designed to help navigate your way through this obstacle course that we're in. 
And it's like we're getting one thing dropped on us after another. On the TV show, I think we do a really good job of navigating that landscape. The Common Sense Show TV. Sign up today.